Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house. Even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Do you know who I think we should all agree is in need of our compassion? COVID kids. COVID kids. COVID kids, which I am coining and I am defining as those who have not yet reached an age of maturity but are growing up in the era of the pandemic. I'm seeing a variety of stories today that I will be getting into that suggest it is a tough time to be young. It's a tough time to be on the verge of launching if that means anything by description. Here's how I'll get into the subject. First of all, these are not necessarily uh, only those yet to be launched, but they're they're certainly impacted by it. In the third hour of the program today, I'm going to talk about fentanyl addiction. Do you know that among adults 18 to 45, and they are adults, but this is also a problem now affecting American youth, more I have data for 2020. That's the latest for which I have the data. I'm sure that the data for 2021 would probably be the same. More died from fentanyl overdose than COVID-19, motor vehicle accidents, cancer, and suicide. Is that stunning? You're going to meet a mother who left her job in the Pacific Northwest, went to San Francisco. Her name is Lori Steves. She left a suburb of Seattle in search of her 34-year-old daughter to try and rescue her from homelessness and addiction. It's an unbelievable story. I interviewed her on CNN, but really didn't have the time to do the seriousness of that justice, but I, I, I will attempt to do so on radio today. Anyway, there are, there are factors of addiction that are out there. There are the educational dynamics. I'm asking today... Despite the current spike in cases, children need to be back in school. Do you agree or disagree with that statement? What I was motivated by in asking the question is the situation in Chicago today. Uh, The Chicago Tribune coverage is linked 
at my website at smirconish.com. It it reads as follows. Classes are canceled in Chicago public schools Wednesday after the teachers union voted to refuse to show up for in-person work. Mayor Lori Lightfoot blasted the Chicago Teachers Union late Tuesday for the work action, which the union said was endorsed by 73 percent of its members. CTU said that it took the step out of concerns about inadequate COVID-19 protections and intends to continue to teach remotely, though it remains unclear if that'll happen starting on Thursday. As they waited for the outcome of the union vote Tuesday, Lightfoot CPS CEO Pedro Martinez and Public Health Commissioner Dr. Allison Arwadi held a news conference where they again insisted that despite the current spike in cases, children need to be back in school and that it's relatively a safe environment with proper mitigation. Lightfoot warned teachers who didn't show up on Wednesday they'll be placed on a no-pay status, a move that would likely escalate the dispute. And it's not just Chicago. Chicago, as I say, the third largest uh, school district in the country, a, a school district where they've already had bitter confrontation between the teachers union and those responsible for the school system. If you look to Cleveland, if you look to Milwaukee or Atlanta, they've gone online temporarily as well. Big impact on COVID kids. I think about Scott Galloway having been my guest here on Monday. Well, I was playing audio on Monday of my conversation with the NYU professor, brilliant guy, podcaster, best-selling author. He was talking uh, in particular about his concerns about about young men growing up sort of detached and alone and in part because they are not having relationships and because of people being remote, there's one more reason why one of the normal places where relationships blossom, the workplace, another being educational environments, take kids out of school, now have them work remotely. You don't have people interacting in a way that that not only is healthy for us as human beings, but but also is the, you know, the origin of relationships, whatever they may be. So there's the educational dynamic on top of the addiction factor. And then there's this. I posted at Smirconish.com from Axios. Uh, They have good coverage. I also happen to have the New York Times' Ben Castleman's coverage in front of me. And this is really what I want to drill down and, and hear your thoughts on. Do you know that more people quit their job last month November, pardon me, November. That's the the latest for which we have statistics. More people quit their jobs in November than any other time period that's been recorded. The lead from the Times above the fold today. The number of Americans quitting their jobs is the highest on record as workers take advantage of strong employer demand to pursue better opportunities. More than 4.5 million people voluntarily left their jobs in November. The Labor Department said yesterday that was up from 4.2 million in October, and that was the most in the two decades that the government has been keeping track. In other words, these aren't people who were fired. These are people who said, you know, take this job and shove it for whatever reason. The surge in quitting in recent months, along with the continuing difficulty reported by employers in filling openings, underscores the strange, contradictory moment facing the U.S. economy after two years of pandemic-induced disruptions. 
Much of the discussion about the increase in quitting, sometimes referred to as the Great Resignation, has focused on white-collar workers reevaluating their priorities in the pandemic. But job turnover has been concentrated in hospitality and other low-wage sectors where intense competition for employees has given workers the leverage to seek better pay. And then there's a quote from Nick Bunker, the director of the economic research at the Indeed Hiring Lab, saying the great resignation story is really more about low-wage workers finding new opportunities in a reopening labor market. Well, I think it's about both. I mean, we've spoken here previously about those who, who can afford to have an epiphany moment, maybe because they were paid enhanced unemployment benefits. Who knows? I, I recognize those benefits have have ended, but perhaps some people put away money that allowed them to say, this is not really what I want to continue to do with my life. I mean, that's a part of what's going on out there. People who can afford to make a a life change in the workplace have seized that opportunity. The pandemic somehow has said to them, hey, I, I, I should be on a different path. And then there's another group of people who, because there is such intense competition for workers on an hourly basis, are getting paid, you know, 15 or $17 at one place where they were making 14 at a different and they jump ship. I told a story here in the third hour of the program yesterday about how I went to the mall with one of my sons because I needed new uh, lenses for my glasses and that I drove into a mall that was bustling in stores that were open, except the retail establishment that I'd driven to visit were inexplicably closed, not even a sign in the window. And I said, well, I guess people had COVID. Now I'm just wondering if, if someone who was employed to work there, normally two people are employed there at a time, you know, a technician and a salesperson, maybe they just like didn't feel like coming in that day. Maybe they just decided, hey, I'm not working here because LensCrafter is going to pay me more. I don't know. Something's going on out there. But what I most want to say is I'm worried about COVID kids. I'm worried about the issues we'll talk about in the third hour of the program. I'm worried about them being educated remotely, whether they're in Chicago or should be on a college campus or in a graduate school today, but are not and are are trying to study remotely and just losing out on a whole host of, of social dynamics in addition to the learning. Maybe you can get the learning online. I'll bet you probably can. But what you can't get are the life lessons. And what I'm most concerned about are the work habits, the work habits in a remote world, the lack of interaction that they are having by not being in the company of of others. I mean, there are just there's a laundry list of things that I, I can think of off the top of my head, not the least of which is there's no level of supervision. You know, you're not working for someone. There's not a boss, male or female. These COVID kids, they graduate from high school, they graduate from college, their first work experience, because I I think that many of them just haven't been, not, not even in the traditional summer job sense. Instead, they graduate, they go into a work environment that is now a remote work environment. They don't get the hierarchy. The boss is a bro or a dude, someone to whom they're comfortable sending a text or an email that that is wholly inappropriate, not written in complete sentences, much less uh, paragraphs. Do I now sound like the cranky old man again? 
But, you know, things that you can't convey in an email are being lost. I, I know that how, I know how I am if, if I'm in uh, a Zoom conversation. I'm, I'm much more guarded and you might think that that's a good thing. But I think from the informality come more lessons. I think you learn a lot in a workplace in the hallway. You know, you, you, the water cooler is sort of the traditional way of putting it. You learn as much not in official meetings as you do in official meetings. And I think that's what's being lost. They're still having official meetings. You're right. There's the Zoom. There's all that kind of thing. But you don't have the the shared burden. Or- collaboration. Right. There's no collaborate. There's no amount of collaboration that is coming from an online experience. It's only the official collaboration. Yeah. It's that's much not, different. It's very different. I, I think um, I reflect, TC, on my own experiences when I was in law school and I was clerking at a law firm and being paid well for it because it was the, the traditional path then was you hoped to work at a, a law firm during the course of the summer and prove yourself and then be offered employment when you got out of law school and you sure. can come back and work at that firm. But I, I think about the collaborative efforts that took place working on research projects and then, you know, the the uh, the camaraderie that would spring from having beers after work. Well, and those things are going, all being lost. Everyone's going through the same thing. So if you're busy and stressed and nervous or, you know, all the bad things Everybody else is doing the well, same that's, thing. Okay, so that's interesting that you bring that up when you reference stress, because then there is the mental health component of this. Is it that something has changed in the ether? Is it that there's this higher incidence of mental health issues among the COVID kids that I'm describing? Or is it because the lack of interaction, more, more time spent on technology, is robbing them of the slight bumps and bruises along the way that make you a more hardened soul. Well, I think there's normal stress that is that goes with working, that goes with a new job, that goes with any of those things that in normal times you're sharing with other people who are being hired at the same time. So you're a new hire next to you at the desk. That's another new hire. You're both going through the same thing. You understand that that normal stress is normal. Then there's anxiety, panic attacks, things that are 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 more of a diagnosed mental uh, illness or mental situation that that we're seeing in more numbers that's not out, that's out of the realm of what you might call normal. I think that, that that's a balancing act. If right? there were if there were less technology, now I'm a luddite. If there were less technology and more human interaction, I believe there would be less of those concerns. I think there's there are there is a an inexplicable rise around us of all of those things. Look, again, the central premise here of what I'm trying to tell you is that for a variety of reasons, I'm worried about COVID kids. I think it's a tough time to be young. I think it's a tough time to try and launch. It was a much easier thing to do when I was coming of age. The Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. 
spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary.